The Halls of the Benefice Magazine, December 2019. The parishes of United Benefice of Halls of the Bridrow, Holocombe, Plyworthy and Pencrest Week. From the rectory, so we start the new church here, the season of Advent. Well, but what is Advent? And how do we make the most of this season? Traditionally, Advent was a season which focuses on the four last things. Death, judgment, hell, heaven and hell. This is because during Advent we think about the second coming of the new heavens and the new earth and end, the end times. Advent is also about new beginnings, not just the church year, but also the beginnings of creation and the beginnings of Christianity, the birth of Christ. The Holes of the Benefice Magazine, December 2019, for of the United Benefice of Holes of the Bridge Rose, Holocombe, Plyworthy and Pensex Week. Audio version from the rectory. So we start the new church year with a season advent. But what is advent and how do we make the most of this season? Traditionally, advent was a season which focuses on the four last things, death, judgment, heaven and hell. This is because during Advent we think about the second coming of the new heavens and the new earth. The end times. Advent is also about new beginnings, not about the church year, but also the beginnings of the creation, the beginnings of Christianity, the birth of Christ. During Advent we look ahead to the great Advent the second coming, and we look back to the birth of Christ, although it feels more like it is the front of us. For some, the approaching Christmas can be very daunting, overwhelming, and anguish-filled reminder of being alone, of being lost, or having lost loved ones. For others, it can be filled with excitement, parties, and joy. So we become very aware that Christmas is only a few weeks. Do not take time to reflect on the second coming, as well as the birth of Jesus, and not just caught up, be caught up in decorations, buying presents, and preparing rich food. It's also important to remind ourselves of the events running to the, up to Jesus' birth, and to remind ourselves why God became incarnate, and, that, and what Christ's purpose was. I pray you have a reflective, advent, joy-filled Christmas. Mother Elizabeth. News in our, bene- for, in our benefice, St. Peter and St. Paul Holsley by Bob Beckford. Thanks to the friends of Holsley Church for organising this. All, they, all who donated prizes and to all who came, just over £700 was raised. A fantastic amount. Thank you for you, all, you everyone. Operation Christmas child. Thank you for to everyone who helped in any way with the shoebox appeal this year. The 26 shoeboxes we t- took to the Link L- 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 Lanson Central Methodist Church they became part of the consignment of over 300 cent from Lanson. Two sh- special services coming up at Holsley Parish Church December 1st at 6pm Advent Carol service by candlelight.
Come join us in the halls of St. Peter and Paul for the Advent Carol Service by Candlelight. In addition to Advent hymns and choir, we'll be singing Advent Carols. Advent is a season of expectation, preparation, and the church prepares to celebrate the coming Advent as the Christ in his incarnation. It also looks ahead to this final Advent as the judge at the end of time. The readings and liturgies not only direct us towards Christ's birth, they also challenge the modern reluctance to confront the theme of divine judgment. Every eye shall now behold him robed in dreadful misery, Charles Wesley. December 15th at 6pm. Holes of your town civil service. Civil carol service. Come and hear the, the special Christmas Bible so, readings. I join you in the singing your favourite Christmas hymns and carols. Other service of me drinks and me spies. St. Patrick Holocomb services for December. Sunday, 1st of December, 3pm evening song. Lighting for the Advent Week. Sunday, the 15th of December. 9.30 a.m. Holy Communion. December, Friday the 27th of December, 3 p.m. Traditional Christmas Carol Service, followed by seasonal refreshments. All welcome. We have, we would like to thank everyone who helped us in any, in, in any way this last year, especially Reverend Richard Freeman, Stuart Wilson, and Canyon Tim Newcomb. We will continue to pray for Stuart and hope good news of his recovery comes in the new year. Please note no service Christmas Day this year. We begin 2020 with an evening song, 3pm on Sunday 5th of January. It's always worth checking with the church wardens or website for travelling to St. Rock, should the weather give cause for concern. Across the benefice, there are services in all the five churches at various times during December. Please pick up a bookmarker from your local church. They will be available at the Holes of the Christmas Light Switch and in the Holes of the Memorial Hall on the first Wednesday of the month when we have, have the Holes of the Church Stall. Bobbin Street Memphis Church by Crispin King. Light up the life service will be held December 14th at 7pm. There will be a church service on Sunday December 22nd at 11am. On Christmas Day, there will be a short family service in the morning. Please check at Bodmin Street Church for time. Holes of the Methodist Church Thursday Group Program 2018-2019 December 12th, Christmas Evening 2019-2020 2nd of January Formation of the Holes of the Travel Ron and Jerry January 16th, the Man Shed, a youth centre, John Allen. January 30th, my journey to here, Mike Michelle Hogarth. February 13th, the Cinnamon Trust, Trisha Grover. Grover. Friday, fe- February 27th, coming up from Down Under, Linda and Cliff Rickery. March 12th, Old Lanson, Robert Semaine. March 26th, the Maritime Islands, John and Stella Bowman. April 9th, Mulberry Thursday Communion, Clive Small. April 23rd, a games evening, Sylvia Simpson. 
May 7th, my visit to Japan, Christine Williams. May 21st, AGM, followed by Henry Vivian. All meetings at 7pm, less otherwise stated. Tens of thousands of families could be living in a nightmare with their children's level of gambling activity, where the average spending of a gambling by child is £17, by children is £17 per week, is evident of potential serious family financial problems. Policy calls for a public health approach to gambling related harm. So I would have liked to have seen concrete evidence of effective solutions over the past year to reduce exposure to children to gambling. A civilised modern society must not accept this crisis as normal or come content with it. Church engages millions through apps and social media. Church of England prayer apps are used more than five million times over last year as a record number of people sought Christian contemplation and reflection online, according to new figures published today. Apps followers for allowing users to pray the ancient daily office of morning, evening and night prayer are used 4.2 million times on Apple devices alone in the tw- last 12 months, an increase of 44600 on the year before. New figures show the figures do not include other social media prayers. Reflections are posted by Church of England, which now has an average reach of 3.6 million every month, an increase of t- on 2018. The digital figures are published alongside Church of England statistics for missions. 2018 showed that some 4,400 churches, born and further those responding, were on courses teaching the basics of Christian faith. Those include Pilgrim course launched in 2013 and the Alpha course, which introduces participants to the Christian faith through a series of talks and discussions. The figures showed 3,200 churches reported running activities such as youth groups or focus youth focus services for children and teenagers aged between 11 and 17 years old. The statistics showed 1.2 million regular worshippers at Church of England services in 2018. There are nearly 8 million attendances at Church of England Christmas and Advent services combined in 2018, including special services for civic organisations, schools and local communities. The church reached on social media throughout. Advent and Christmas 2018 with a hashtag follow the star campaign was 7.94 million up by 1.5 million for 2017. On average, 8 some one of thousand people attended Church of England service and acts of worship each week, 2.6 lower than in 2017. A further 175,000 people attended services for schools in Church of England churches. Other figures from the digital report show that a church near you.com, the church funding website, we see more than 38 million page views in the last 12 months, a big increase of the year by year before. 
Since launching in May 2018, the Church of England's Alexa skill has been asked more than 100,000 questions by Christian, Christians and other people exploring the faith. Bishop of Ripton, Dr. Helen Ann Hartley, said the church typical information is enabling people to hear the good news of Jesus Christ in ways that wasn't possible previously possible alongside regular Sunday worship and at significant moments such as Christmas and Easter. It's also really striking just how many churches are running courses, the basics of Christianity. This shows the readiness to explore the Christian faith. Shake hands. If you are attending various Christmas social events this month, consider this. When you shake hands with someone, how long should you hold on for? It seems the ideal time is no more than three seconds. Recent research at the University of Dundee found that shaking someone's hand for a long manner, longer than three seconds, triggers anxiety the other person. Apparently, the US president hangs on the people's hands for up to 13 seconds. Generosity. Generous. Christmas is time for giving, and we do it well. The British have been ranked among the most generous nations in the world. After a recent study found six out of ten of us have helped a stranger in the past month. The research was surveyed 1.3 million people in 128 countries over a decade, found that despite a growing culture of charitable giving, there had been a downward trend in the thoughtful behaviour in many of the world's richest places. However, the report commissioned by the Charities Aid Foundation found that the UK now appears seventh in the worldwide rankings for generosity. Sixty percent of us have helped a stranger in the last month, with seventy-one percent of us giving money to charity, and thirty percent of us said offering even more our, t- our t- even our time in order to help a good cause. The countries which top the global rankings are United States, Myanmar. New Zealand, Australia, Ireland, and Canada. Our bottom table rate lowest in terms of generosity were the state of Palestine, Serbia, Yemen, and Greece. China was ranked the least generous of all nations. Popular toys for Christmas. According to the toy shop Hamlin's, ball games are, becoming, are going to be popular this year at Christmas, but not as you knew them. Instead of the smart version of Pedro has been called one of the most havoc games for this Christmas. It's just one of many classic board games which were given a digital makeover, including Monopoly. Other game toy that is set to be popular is the Scruff uh, Love Rescue Pet. The toy begins its life as a matter of football. With the love and care for the child, it's slowly revealed to be a pink or blue dog or cat. The toy features over 35 sounds interactions with the child, from shivering and whimpering, to feeding, even the hiccups. These newsletters inside their, their, church, their Christmas card. Brace yourself, this is a month when many of our distant friends, relatives, will be sending you Christmas card with, with a new Christmas newsletter clapped inside. You read about Granny's arthritis, and treatment. How Rupert progressed on the violin is amazing. How their summer holiday cruise of the Med was stupendous. Exactly where the dog got lost for a day in Wales. 
How the kitchen has been refurnished. How extraordinarily well home you're doing at university. You may grow, but don't dismiss all those little bits of wonderful everyday news. For such minor triumphs and tragedies, most of life is made. And don't blame yourself, your relatives, friends, if they have somewhat enhanced their newly letters round up. This may be their one chance to start on a drama. Just remember, there's nothing to stop you sending a Christmas newsletter back to them. You can also write what you like. How, whom may be most happy by your Christmas gift? If everyone is not going to like your presents, you'll probably be a millennial, aged 25 to 34 years. Last year, some 37% of millennials unwrapped presents, which they found deeply disappointing, according to recent research of which they will do better than someone with Generation X, aged 18 to 24 years. Last year, only 31% of them were happy with their gifts. They are almost certain to be successful. They were your friends or relatives aged 55 and over, who reportedly only of 90% disappointment with gifts last year. As for the sorts of gifts which most disappoint, last year an out-of-date gift, voucher and a pineapple cutting machine came high on the list. Will you get, get a thank you for your Christmas presents? What the Christmas what? Just like silence? I thank you, note for that gift. A survey by the Choice of F. Escalade School has found that 60% of the 35 to 34 year olds said they did not write a thank you note because they found writing uncomfortable or embarrassed by the handwriting, spelling, or grammar, or just did not know what to say. It seems that saying thank you can be the hardest word for many in this age group. Yet people received written thank you notes for the gifts, say that their letters, Make them so much happier for having gone to the trouble of choosing and sending a gift. Even a personal thank you by social media is much welcomed. Your Christmas services, 1st of December, 4pm, Kringle Angle, Plywood Sense Women. Night, 6 p.m. Advent Carol service by candlelight. Holes of East St. Peter and St. Paul. 15th December, 6 p.m. Holes of East Town Civic. Carol service with drinks and mince pies afterwards. Holes of East St. Peter and St. Paul. 17th December, 1.30 p.m. Holes of East Primary School Christmas service. St. Peter and St. Paul. 7 p.m. Carol service. Livestock market Holes of East. 2nd December, 9.30am, Advent and Crib, Enthusiastic, Christchurch St. Patrick's Parish Church, 7pm, Carol Service St. Bridget's Parish Church, Christmas Eve, 11am, Crib Service, Plyburby St. Swithin, 3pm, Crib Service, Bridge Road St. Bridget's Church, 4.30pm, Carols Around the Christmas Trees, with mulled wine and treats at Holsbury Square. 8.30, Christmas Vigil Mass, Plyburby St. Swithin. 11.30pm, Midnight Mass, Holsbury St. Peter and St. Paul. Christmas Day, the Nativity of Our Lord. 9am, Eucharist with Carols, 
Holes of St. Peter and St. Paul. 10.30pm a.m. If Chris with Carol's Bidrow, St. Bridget's Church. Friday, 27th December, John Apostle. 3pm, Nine Lessons of Carol's. Holocum and St. Petrop. God in the Arts, editor and National Gallery of the Statue Square in London House is one of the finest collections of European paintings in the world. It is home to 2,300 works spanning the century's artistic creation. During this year, we shall be journeying through the gallery to explore one of those treasures each month by the Reverend Michael Burgess, where he gave us eyes to see them. Gerlewin's portrait of the Benton girl at prayer. During this year, We've been exploring the wealth of paintings in the National Gallery in London. Each year the gallery exhibits, highlighting the work one one particular artist. Until 26th of January, there is a major exhibition, Gallagher Portraits. It celebrates in paintings and sculptures the work, life and work of Paul Gallagher, 1848-1903. He's best known for the art he painted when he fled Europe to live in Tahiti. In the South Seas, but from 1886 to 1881, he lived in rural Brittany at Port Even. This month's painting is from those years when Gerdowin was influenced by folk art and impressed by the simple faith of Benetton pheasants. He was captured that faith in his painting, A Benetton Girl at Prayer. His own catchphrase was, I shut my eyes in order to see. A girl has eyes closed as she offers her prayers, but we sense that the inner eye of her heart is open to trust of God's will for her. At this time, at the end of the year, children step into the limelight of the church and school life in nativity plays. They invite us to journey with them in their same stupidity and trust to both of them. Just as St. Francis of Assisi invited the people of Greco to a cave outside the town of in twenty twelve twenty three. As they looked into the cave they saw the animals and hay in the centre of Newborn Bay. So Francis talked to them of the simple message of God's love revealed in all humility and openness and his birth for the Christ child. He invited the people to respond with some those same gifts. As we look at this painting we see something of the severity and trust called for us, whether young or old. Too often we get older. We find our lives weighed down by responsibilities and pressures. We find time is swallowed up in the business of this season. And somehow we lose the innocent insipidity of life. But pondering the Christmas story and pondering this painting, we can put our hands together and pray for the openness and trust, childlike trust. Father Faber wrote a hymn with the lines, if our loves were but more simple, we should take him at his word, and our hearts would feel assurance in the promise of the Lord. December 2019, a letter from St. James, the least of all. The Reverend Dr. Gray Gary Braness continues his stories from Uncle Eunice. Happily, the Church of England still retains some singular parish trilogy. Take the parish of St. James the Least in the county of, for example, when an elderly Anglo-Catholic vicar, Unitis, continues his correspondence to Darren, his nephew, 
a low church curate recently ordained. On the perils of eating with members of your church, the rectory, St. James the least, my dear nephew Darren, I am sorry if I'm not alive during that wonderful four-year period when Oliver Cranwell abolished Christmas. Just think, no Christmas parties, no Christmas carol services, no cars to send, no fan- frantic last night minute shopping. What? That man was a hero. Planning for Christmas at St. James normally starts on the 2nd January. By Easter, a flower of church had been colour-coordinated. The seating plans and table decorations the Christmas party had been allocated with nominated reserves in case someone should inconveniently die in the intervening eight months. Long after summer is over, the tree lights have been tested. Music for the nine lessons and church service have been chosen and surface sheets printed. Way before the dark night setting, car parking attendants will have been found. Those who are to light all the candles will have been rehearsed to perfection. A brass lectern has had its annual punish. We do not do spontaneity at St. James of the least at all. Of all, if ever there was a service when time for something unexpected was allowed, if time should be announced in the order of service, how long it would happen unexpectedly would have been de- would have been decided by a committee who who was to be spontaneous would have been allocated on a rota. Of one person none of the, these well meaning, efficient committee organizers can control is the actor. You can call it a star perk. Carols will accidentally, of course, be announced in the wrong order. If verse three was to be omitted, I announce it will be vice verse four. This keeps the illness on his toes. While choir hovers on the point of a collective nervous breakdown. A Christmas supper, my introduction, welcome speech, and extensive grace make those in the kitchen wonder if the vegetables being boiled should better be served as thick soup. I offer the helpful suggestion that the tree, having been stored and decorated in a chalice, may perhaps look better in the sanctuary. I turn all the heating off throughout the season, explaining that it will help the flowers to last. All the services will last five minutes earlier. We'll start five minutes earlier. Well, was my watch rather fast? So I can look disapprovingly at those still coming in while we are singing the first carol and making it clear that what I think they, they, they have spent too long in the pub next door. And so we all reach Christmas morning. With twelve months of planning, or having gone yet again slightly away, with the parishes as exhausted and I exhilarated at the chaos that had been created with such ease, Miss Cromwell, your spirit lives on. Your loving uncle, Enos. Holy days and high days and holy days in December. 25th of December, the history of Christmas. The Bible does not give a date for the birth of Christmas. In the third century, suggested that Jesus was conceived at spring equinox, 25th of March, popularising the belief that he was born. Nine months later, on the 25th of December, John Chrysostom, the bishop, Archbishop of Constantinople, encouraged Christians worldwide to make Christmas Holy Day in about 400. 
In the early Middle Ages, Christians celebrated a series of midwinter holy days, Epiphany, which calls, recalls the visit of the infant Jesus, the wise men bearing gifts, has a climax of 12 days of Christmas, beginning on the 25th of December. The Emperor Charlemagne chose 25th of December for his coronation in 800. And the premise of Christmas Day rose. In England, William the Conqueror also chose 25th of December for his coronation. In 1066, the date became the fixture date for religious observance and feasting. Cooking a bowl was a common feature in a medieval Christmas feast, as the Incredibles accompanied it. Writers of the time lament the fact that the true significance of Christmas has been lost because of the partying. They condemn the rise of misrule, drunken dancing and prosperity. The day was a public holiday, and traditions bringing evergreen foliage to the house and stranger gifts, usually on effigy, date from this time. In the 17th century, the rise of new Protestant denominations led to rejection of many celebrations associated with Catholic Christianity. Christmas was one of them. After the execution of Charles I, England's Puritan rulers made the celebration of Christmas illegal for 14 years. Restoration of Charles II ended the ban, but religious leaders continued to discourage excess, especially in Scotland. In Western Europe, not worldwide, Day for exchanging gifts changed from every 6th of January to Christmas Day. By the 1820s, there was a sense that the significance of Christmas was declining. Charles Dickens was one of the several writers who sought to restore it. His novel, A Christmas Carol, was significant, reviving merriment during the festival. He emphasized charity and family reunions alongside religious observance. Christmas trees, paper chains, cards and many well-known carols date from that date time. So did a traditional Boxing Day on the 26th of December when tradesmen have been reliable and were given reliable service during the year would collect boxes of money or gifts from their customers. In Europe, Santa Claus is a figure associated with bringing gifts. Santa Claus is a shorting of the name St. Nicholas who was a Christian bishop in the 4th century in present-day Turkey. He particularly noted for his care for children and for his generosity to the poor. But in the Middle Ages, his appearance in the red bishop's robes and mitar were adorned in the Netherlands and Finlandia across Europe. Far from Christmas states in the 17th century England, where he was a singular figure of good cheer, more associated with drunkenness than gifts. The transformation of Santa Claus in today's Father Christmas started in New York in the 1800s. His red robes and white beard came prominent advertising symbols. In some countries, such as Latin America and Eastern Europe, addition attempts to combine the secular and religious elements by holding that Santa Claus makes children's presents and then gives them to the baby Jesus to distribute. 25th of December, Christmas and St. Luke's Gospel. It's to St. Luke's wonderful gospel that many Christians turn as the year draws to a close, and Christmas approaches. For it is to St. Luke's we owe the fullest amount of the nativity. Luke alone tells the story of Mary and the angel's visits to her, and has thus given the church the wonderful magnificent of Mary. Luke alone tells us the story of Simeon's hymn of praise, thus giving us the wonderful, numinous image 
image on the Alicant Evesong without the Newark Denimus. Luke alone tells us the story of how the angels appeared, the shepherds, and how the shepherds then visited the infant Jesus. So imagine Christmas cards and invitations. Every year without the shepherds arriving to visit Jesus. Imagine school and activity plays without our children dressed as shepherds or sheep. So thank you, Luke. All in this month, it was 125 years ago, on the 3rd of December, 1894, that Robert Louis Stevenson died. The Scottish novelist, short story writer, poet, essayist, and short writer was best known for his novels Treasure Island, Kidnapped, and a strange case as Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. 75 years ago, on the 16th of December, 1944, to 16th of January, 1945, at World War Two Battle of the Bulge took place in Belgium. It was the last major count- German counteroffensive of the war, an Allied victory. Seventy years ago, 1st of December 1949, a Pablo Escobar, Colombian drug lord, was born, head of the Manlian cartel, and considered the world's most powerful drug trafficker of the late 1980s and early 1900s. 90s. Shot dead by police in 1993, Though some say it was suicide. Sixteen years ago, on the 1st of December, 1959, at 12 countries, including the UK and USA, signed the Antarctic Treaty, setting aside Antarctica as scientific preserve, free from military activity. Fifty years ago, on the 18th of December, 1969, the British government abolished the death penalty for murder. Forty years ago, on the 20th of December 1979, the British government announced the council tenants would be given the right to buy their homes under a new housing act, effective from this, this October 1980. Thirty years ago, to 3rd December 1989, that U.S. President George H.W. Bush and Soviet leader Mikhail Gorbachev announced the end of the Cold War, a meeting with Malta. Over 30 years ago, on the 22nd December 1989, at the Brandenburg Gate in Berlin was reopened, effectively reuniting East and Western Germany. 20 years ago, on the 1st December 1999, an international team of scientists announced they mapped an entire human chromosome. All human chromosomes were mapped by April 2003. After 20 years ago, also 20 years ago, on the, 20, on the 2nd December 1999, the UK devolved political power in Northern Ireland to the, to the Northern Ireland Assembly Executive Committee. Also 20 years ago, on the 31st December 1999, London, a time the world's toys Ferris wheel, was officially opened on the banks of the River Thames. Because of mechanical problems, it didn't open the passengers to night for March 2000. Fifteen years ago, on 26th of December 2004, the Indian Ocean earthquake and tsunami, also known as Boxer Day Tsunami, took place. A massive undersea earthquake near Samara caused a devastating tsunami that swamped coastal areas in Indonesia, Sri Lanka, India, Thailand and Africa. It was one of the deadliest natural disasters recorded history, killing over 230 
thousand people in fourteen countries. Ten years ago, the first December, two thousand nine, the Treaty of Lisbon came into effect. It amended the Maastricht Treaty, the Treaty of Rome, which formed the constitutional basis of the European Union. Small lines for December shopping. A manager of a department store put his notice in a window. If you need it this Christmas, we have it. But in the window of arrival, the same appeared stating, "If we don't have it, you don't need it." Wise. When I told my children the story of how the wise men bought gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh for the infant Jesus, my six-year-old daughter was not impressed. Mum, a wise woman would have brought nappies. Good advice. If you've got have a lot of tension this Christmas and you've got a headache, do what it says on the aspirin bottle. Take two aspirin and keep away from children. Lost. Just as I began my Christmas Eve service, electricity in my church failed. A Walden's eye found some candles and placed them around the sanctuary. When I re entered the pulpit, shuffled my notes and muttered, Now where was I? A helpful voice called out, Right near the end. Come, what is a webmaster's favourite hymn? O dot come, all ye faithful. Come and go, a Christmas friend. Come and go, but relatives tend to accumulate. Bakery, did you hear about the bakery that was bold? Everything was stolen. You've been listening to me at the audio version of The Pals of the Benefice magazine. For Holsby, the parishes of the United Benefice of Holsby, Bridgerow, Holocombe, Blyberry and Pennsylvania. Some of the dates may have gone since I've read this magazine. I hope you've enjoyed the audio and the bridged version of the magazine. Thank you for listening.